Comic Book Savant, episode 438. Welcome back to the Comic Book Savant Podcast. I'm your host, James Harris. In this episode, we're going to be following up on last week's episode where I did a rundown of the announcements coming from San Diego Comic-Con. Um, but this time, we're going to focus on Marvel, Marvel Studios, and um, the announcement of Phase 4 in full, and actually confirmation of movies to come beyond actually Phase 4 that probably will be slated for uh, phase five as well from Kevin Feige doing numerous interviews uh, right after his Hall H uh, announcement. So we're going to just dive right into that uh, this episode. But before I get into that, I just want to mention one thing. If you guys haven't already, um, I don't talk about it much, but we do still have the merch store, teespring.com forward slash store, uh, stores, comic books, Savant, but it's a comic comic dash book dash savant um i'll have a link down in the episode we have stickers mugs uh we have a, a savant society uh t-shirt as well as a regular just comic book savant t-shirt as well so um again you guys came up with the name for the community and the facebook group uh so i ran with it and i did a t-shirt design for that and one with the actual uh, logo on it so again if you like to support the show and get some cool merch at the same time, definitely check out the store again. It is um, teespring.com forward slash stores, uh, comic dash book dash savant. Um, and check out the merch there. It's really dope. And if you've watched any of the um, YouTube videos, I I, I think I, I got two shirts. I have one in black and one in white with uh, the logo on it as well. So if you've seen any recent videos, you've probably seen me watch wearing the actual uh, shirts uh, here and there. So definitely if you haven't seen them, you want to kind of see a closer up look for them, go to the store. You can look at the samples or you can actually see me wearing them in some of the YouTube videos. Um, but with all that being said, um, let's jump back into what we were presented in Hall H for phase four and phase four just doesn't consist of movies like we've had in previous, uh, phases. We have, um, in the timeline that uh, Kevin Feige showed us and revealed in the presentation in Hall H, it is um, sprinkled with movies as well as Disney Plus shows, like strategically placed in between movies. So it is um, a total of four movies. Is it four? Five movies. Five movies in a two year span starting between 2020 and 2021 and we're going to have um just about that many tv shows as well let me double check 
you have five shows. So five movies and five shows, they all consist of what's going to be a part of phase four. So the, you know, the most current movie that we're going to have, and that's coming next summer, May 1st of, of 2020 is going to be black with the black widow movie. They showed some footage in the presentation about that. We have, um, David Harbour, we have Florence Pugh, which I love. If you haven't seen uh, Florence Pugh in anything, one movie I can recommend is Fighting With My Family. Um, it was an autobiographical film um, made on the WWE wrestler page. I felt like she did a really good job with that, so I was really hyped. Um, and even though that movie didn't do like super well critically, I thought she did a really great job in the movie. So I'm excited to see her in such a big coming off of that being land of this black widow role. So that's going to be cool. We have, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Rachel Wise, uh, Ray Winstone and OT Fabigal as well. Those are the names that have been, you know, announced so far. They said the movie's going to be set, um, after the events of Captain America Civil War. Um, and we're going to get flashbacks to finally see what happened in Budapest since it's been re- referenced so much previously. So that's kind of, that's going to be kind of cool to um, finally get a live action version of that incident and what happened and why everybody has referenced that in relation to Black Widow. Um, so I'm looking forward. We don't have too much longer to go. We have less than a year than that for that movie to drop then sometime in fall 2020 we're going to get the falcon and the winter soldier series on disney plus now what we know about the disney plus series i think they said they're going to be anywhere from six to eight episodes hour-long episodes so they're essentially you know like extended movies that we're going to get in between the movies which i think is really um dope that they're they're going like all in on disney plus and you know kevin feige is like these are being headed by him they're investing the money they're bringing these actors in from the movies and expanding their characters out so they can weave them seamlessly in and out the main movies and do these disney plus series to maybe flesh out um other characters that don't have a chance to get as much screen time in the films to flesh them out more which is cool to see um, so we're going to have, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, coming in the fall 2020, uh, James Brule, if I, if I remember that correctly from, uh, Civil War is going to be reprising his role as Zemo and they did some concept sketches and he's actually going to be wearing the signature, uh, pink mask. So I think that's going to be really dope. Um, and that's coming fall 2020. Then the second movie for 2020 that's going to be in theaters is going to be Eternals. The release date is November 6, 2020. Um, this cast is just like so diverse and so, you know, uh, so large. Some of the names we they came out on stage that they have, is, of course, is Angelina Jolie. We have Richard Madden. We have uh, uh, Kamali uh, Najani. You have uh, Selma Hayek. You have Brian Tyree Henry. We have uh, Dong Siok Ma. You have uh, Leah McHugh, uh, Lauren uh, Ridloff. Um, I think in last week's episode, I said um, Millie Bobby Brown. I think she was rumored to be in the movie. I don't know if she was on stage or not, but I heard things on her. But I'm, I'm do, looking at this on IMDb because I want to make sure I included all the names. I don't see her listed on here yet. But I, I thought they announced her, but I could be I could be mistaken on that. So I do apologize if I made that mistake last episode. Um, then 
we have uh, the Loki series that's going to be coming in spring of spring of 2021 uh, on Disney Plus. And this is basically picking up the plot thread from Endgame when Loki got the Space Stone and disappeared. So he's going to be hopping through different periods of time. Um, so that's going to be going to be an interesting show. So that's coming spring of 21, uh, 2021. Then we have the next theatrical release, which is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's going to be released February 12, 2021, which is going to be really interesting to you know, to see, see this, um, we have cast so far, they had just cast the, um, the lead role of Shang, uh, Chi, like maybe less than a week before Comic-Con, the presentation was made. It's Samu Liu. He's a Canadian actor. Um, they also announced Aquafina is going to be in the movie with an undisclosed role at this point. And we have Tony Chihua Luang. Is gonna, that's going to be the Mandarin, so we're going to get a proper Mandarin in this movie. I like, you know, that they're going with the diversity. A lot of they caught a lot of uh, flack from in the Iron Fist television show, the whitewashing they felt of the casting. It was a lot of, uh, you know, um, feedback and a lot of anger in regards to that. So, you know, I think Hollywood in general, coming off the Me Too movement and the real push for diversity and and Hollywood in general in front and behind the camera is has been like phenomenal. So I'm glad they're, you know, using the right diversity actors to cover the right roles and not wash whitewashing them or even blackwashing them. Because, you know, even as African American man, we've had, you know, other characters that were, you know, Caucasian characters that were made black characters and, you know, it can be an argument set upon that. So I like seeing diversity spread across the board that all um, ethnic races get represented properly on film uh, because we, this, this world is made up of a myriad of different people, um, different colors, and they should be able to look at themselves on the screen and see themselves represented um, on, on film, on TV, across the board. So I think that's really dope what they're doing there. So I'm looking forward to seeing the Mandarin and he's one of my favorite Marvel villains of all time. So I, I was really in my feelings about how Iron Man three handled it, but I liked when they did, um, the whole, um, all hell, the King, the, the short movie where, um, Slattery is broken out of jail by the 10 rings to the Mandarin was requesting to see him that we, we finally get that payoff, you know, even though it's been quite some time, many years later, but we're going to get that payoff of actually seeing the Mandarin. So that's going to be really, really cool. Um, then, um, and also in spring 2021, we have WandaVision. This is the Wanda and Vision show. Um, they cast a Monica, um, Monica, Le um, why I cannot Ram, um, Rambo, Monica Rambo as, um, the, the adult version of her. We saw the child version of her in Captain Marvel. She plays a part in a role. We don't know what, but they've casted her. 
Um, she's going to play a part in the movie. And one thing that Kevin Feige said that this WandaVision show is going to be leading directly into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And Wanda is going to be co-starring. So uh, Elizabeth Olsen is going to be co-starring in that movie. So it seems like she's going to have a substantial part to play in maybe the madness that's being discovered in the multiverse. So that's going to be interesting to see. So we have this... You know, and I'm assuming with these both Loki and Wanda Vision are going to be released in the spring. I'm assuming that when they mean spring for Loki, probably like leading in like the very beginning of spring, you know, like leading into Shang's, you know, the Shang-Chi show, we probably get the Loki show drop somewhere in between there. And then the Wanda Vision, since we know it leads right into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, is probably going to be released you know, in that lead up, maybe the month or two leading into that. So maybe like in March or April going into that movie, since it ties directly in, we'll get that release. I'm assuming at that point, um, then we have the, what if this is the animated series that they're doing? What if, um, this is all MCU related. The first episode that they said that they're doing is what if Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum, not Steve, um, so that's that, that's going to be a fun series. They have all the original voices from the movie actors that's going to do the voices for the cartoon. They have Jeffrey Wright doing. He's going to be the narrator as the Watcher. So that's going to be very cool um, to to see. And I've been wanting to, to see Marvel get back in the animated realm for a while. I used to dig their animated you know film releases that they stopped doing some time ago, which. You know, DC animation is like killing it. You know, they do three or four movies a year. And I miss the competition because it's so many characters and stories in Marvel's lore that I would love to see that you might have never see on the full screen, but it would work perfectly as um, an animated feature. And I felt like they they were good, though some of the ones that they released was good. So I missed that. Hopefully at some point we'll get, they'll think about doing that maybe on Disney plus cause they can do it and release it directly on Disney plus. We can always keep our fingers crossed for down the road, but no announcements yet. So I'm look, but I'm looking forward to this animated series. Um, that's going to release in summer of 2021. Then in fall of 2021, we have the Hawkeye series that it was rumored that this was going to happen. Everything, I guess, cause they were working, negotiating contracts out with Jeremy Renner. They announced it. He came through the crowd up on stage. Um, we're going to be introduced to Kate Bishop, which is awesome. Um, they said this, this show is also going to cover some of his time as Ronin before we saw him in Endgame, which will be interesting. And that's going to be coming in fall 2021 on Disney+. Plus. And then last part of Phase 4 is going to be Thor, Love, and Thunder. This is going to release November 5th of 2021. And Kevin Feige did confirm Thor and Love and Thunder is the final movie in Phase 4. This is what we're presented with. This is Phase 4 in its totality. And he went on to explain in interviews that, you know, with shifts and changes that were made in Phase 3, with them being able to come to an agreement with Sony and including the Spider-Man movies in there, Ant-Man and Wasp wasn't originally slated to be in there. They they made some changes. That's why um, Phase 3 ended up being way longer than what they expected. But Feige said they already know what Phase 4 and 5 are going to be and the next big crossover event. 
we just don't know yet. But they have every they've had plenty of time to get their all their ducks in a row, and everything's kind of the table is set. So it's just you know, in due time we'll know what the future is. But we do know certain things because we've had certain announcements. And he confirmed. We know that it's a Black Panther sequel being worked on. Uh, Coogler re-signed. He's working on a script. We know that. Um, we know Guardians of the Galaxy. We know James Gunn has to shoot his Suicide Squad movie. So then um, he's going to go into production back-to-back off of uh, As soon as he finished Suicide Squad, he's going into Guardians of Volume 3. Um, they announced at the, the, at the um, Hall H presentation that um, Mershala Ali is being cast as Blade and a Blade movie is going to be coming. He's going to be a part of the MCU as well. He confirmed also that it will be a Captain Marvel sequel. There will be a Fantastic Four reboot and it is going to be an X-Men slash mutants as he called them movie coming at some point. Now, I did an episode a little while ago where Marvel released a whole bunch of just movie dates and they went up to 2022. So it's still three movie dates that are unaccounted for, which my assumption at this point, if we're going into phase five, he did confirm that blade would be a part of phase five. Um, I figure that maybe the, uh, February 18th date, um, might be black Panther might be the black Panther sequel because it did so well. And February before, maybe they would stick with that, but I don't know how, how big that movie was. They might, um, might do the May release date for 2022. But my assumption is at that point that maybe guardians three would be ready. And, um, that did extremely well when they moved it from what the first movie was, I think July like in July or August and it did well, but you know, these uh, guardians two came out in May It was the big, like May movie and it did extremely well. So they might lock that in for that date. And then I think that, um, cause I feel like blade is going to be a lower scale movie. It's not going to have a ton of special effects and all that kind of stuff. I feel like that movie might be, um, the July 29th, 2022 movie. These are just speculation on mine, because you know, on my part, because we do have those dates that went, were unaccounted for that they released that that um, press uh, had a press release released a few months back with all these dates, and they did run the 2022. So, and then we know these other movies. Uh, well, we're assuming that the X Men and Fantastic Four movie would be the later parts of Phase Five, and then I'm assuming we're going to have a whole another crop of. Um, Disney plus shows that we don't know about that they might be already planning. So I feel like going forward, the phases are going to be integrated with movie releases and Disney plus shows to um, build and tie into the movies and help enhance the movies. So, I mean, I don't know how many of you guys are looking to sign up for Disney plus Um, me and my wife are big, you know, a big Disney household. We're part of the movie club and buy all the movies and, you know, all that stuff. So it seems like it's a no brainer. We're going to sign up for Disney plus soon as that launches in, I think it's November 20th of this year. So that's coming around the corner and it's going to be cool that these shows are going to build upon. And I'm a huge Hawkeye fan. I really dig Falcon and winter soldier. So to get more of them on the small screen, but, um, and to get a really chance to flesh them out and Wanda as well. 
Um, that's going to be really good. I think as a fan of the MCU, it's good that we'll, we get these people that had lesser roles to really um, have time to shine in the spotlight. Um, and I'm excited. Some people seem deflated about the movies that they they announced. I feel good about them all. I love I love uh, Scarlett Johansson. I love that she's finally getting her Black Widow movie, though I feel like it's years uh, overdue. But what can you say? They're going to do it. The Eternals. Um, I remember the... Um, I can't remember who wrote it right now, but I know that John Romita Jr. did. Was it Paul Jenkins? Paul Jenkins in... Um, now it's going to make me look it up because it's bothering me. Um, the Eternals. It was a mini series that was done. John Romita Jr. And who wrote that? Sorry for the dead air. No, no, excuse me. Okay, so John Romita Jr. and um and Neil Gaiman is who wrote it. I reviewed it years ago on on the channel. I'm gonna uh, actually because I'm seeing it right here. I'm gonna add it to my uh, Comicsology Unlimited. It's an unlimited book. I'm gonna actually add that to my queue so I can reread it. I I remember I wasn't. A huge, huge fan of it when I, you know, I read it. But Eternals is one of those weird, uh, weird parts of the Marvel U that they, they in more recent years they haven't been utilized a ton. So, um, you know, uh, it's just one of those weird things. They haven't been utilized a lot. They were from the Jack Kirby days. So much is not known. We don't know how everything's going to tie into the bigger MCU. We do know that Thanos was a part of, uh, he was a deviant, which is a part of the um, Eternals and the Celestials. When it comes to that, we know Star-Lord's dad was a, a, a part of that as well. Um, so it's going to be interesting. They do have anchor points tied in already established in the universe for them to kind of um, play off of that, that they can attach to it. Time will tell. Um, we know nothing about what the movie's going to look like at this point or like any plot details, but we don't have long to wait. We'll, we'll have that movie soon as well. So it's a lot of interesting things. Then we, you know, the um, announcement, um, uh, Marshala Ali as Blade, is, I think is cool. Um, they, they're going to make him a part of the MCU. Far as we know, it's not going to be any MCU rated R movie. So, you know, I guess this will be like a PG 13 version of blade. You know, some people are like, Oh, you have to make it R for it to work. I feel like if anyone can make the movie work, um, would be Marvel and make it work as a PG 13. So I'm not, uh, necessarily worried about it. Would I like to have a rated R blade movie? Sure. Um, but they have used him more recently in the, um, Marvel universe and especially like in Jason Aaron's, um, Avengers run. Uh, I know he's, he's played a little part in that. So I'm, I'm like totally 
cool to see what direction the MCU will take on the character. It's been quite a few years since we got, you know, the Blade trilogy with Wesley Snipes, and he's, you know, aged way out of that being a possibility now. So it's kind of dope to see, um, you know, two-time Oscar-winning actor, you know, requested. He picked up the phone and called Kevin Feige and was like, I really am interested in wanting to play Blade. Um, so that's kind of how that whole thing came together in them, uh, deciding to do that. So that was really like they dropped the mic moment at the end of everything else. Um, so, you know, I did another episode where I speculated like the, what those dates would be. Um, and I was kind of wrong. I, you know, we do know new, new mutants is going to still be coming out in April, April 3rd of 2020 from those dates, those original dates that was already penciled in. I got the black widow prequel, um, you know, guess right. But most people guess that because it was already, you know, starting up production and shooting. So it would only make sense. And it was nothing, you know, announced already. So that seemed logical to be the first movie. Um, I predicted for the November 6th movie that it was going to be, um, Ant-Man, the uh, Ant-Man sequel, which wasn't mentioned at all. And I'm, you know, I'm curious about that. Are we going to get another Ant-Man movie? Um, I stated some of the reasons why I wanted to see one in that episode. So if you want to go back and check, uh, check that out, you can, um, and then for the 2021 movies, I had the Black Panther movie. I originally thought we would might see that sooner than later. And I was assuming as well when I made these speculations on these dates, on what movies would go on what dates, that um, that maybe Phase 4 would be longer than this. But I was never thinking about the inclusion of all these Disney Plus shows, how integral that Kevin Feige are really making them as far as a part of the, uh, the MCU and the phases going forward. Uh, so, um, that was one thing that I didn't take into consideration, um, with that as well. So, you know, I had put, uh, black Panther as the uh, 2021 release, but it seems, you know, but that is probably going to be in, in phase five and somewhere in 2022. And then we got what that one is, Shang-Chi, which I did make the argument at that time that these two movies could have flipped on those dates. Um, They could have put Shang-Chi there because, you know, February is a softer month. So to put in something risky could have worked there. But, I, you know, I, I said, you know, what Black Panther being such a smash hit and it came out in February, which is Black History Month, they might, you know, shoot for that again, which remains to be seen. It might be that February slot in 2022. For all we know, but we still have plenty of time before we get there. Um, and then I was, um, what was the next movie? Then I had the date. So I was right about Dr. Strange being a 2021 movie, but I had it be the November movie which it is not. So it's going to be, um, so it was slotted in that May slot. And then in that November slot, that's when we get Thor love and thunder. So, which wasn't a a movie that I, I threw out there. It was rumblings that it could possibly be another Thor movie, but I thought probably it might be in like a phase five, not in phase four. Um, but 
I was wrong, you know, but they, and they were just wild speculations just on me putting stuff together. And I felt like the Eternals was going to be farther pushed out because I felt like the Eternals, from what I know, they're godlike entities that it would be like a lot of special effects and heavy duty stuff. So I thought it would be like a 2022 movie. Um, also potentially like a phase five movie, but you know, the fact that we're getting it so soon really blew me away and I'm very interested in, you know, what kind of take or what we're going to see in, in that movie. Cause I think that for the dates in 2022, it was two eighteen, five six, and seven twenty nine all of 2022. And I said, it'd be, um, I speculated, um, a force movie in February guardians three in May and uh eternals in uh july but that's probably gonna be all flipped around and what i'm thinking now is it'll be black panther february guardians of the galaxy 3 may blade in july and the only reason i'm thinking that in that july would be blade is that that's where they kind of where they were feeling kind of uh, that a movie is risky. They normally either drop it in November or July. Guardians was the original Guardians was put out in July. It killed. So that's something that it, um, it's, it's probably not going to have nearly as big as budget as the other MCU movies. And again, I feel like it's it's more grounded in the real world. So it's not going to be a super um, special effects laden movie. So I feel like they can get a, you know get away with a July release. And um, it could take off and they can, you know, shift it from there from any sequels if the movie does well going forward. But I feel like that's a that's kind of kind of experimental. They know Captain Marvel's already a proven property. I could also see maybe Captain Marvel sequel falling in to the um, that February um, February um, 2022 slot as well but we don't know where we haven't heard any other announcements outside of him confirming it we don't know if the directors are coming back or any of that yet we already do know that you know we know James Gunn is directing he, we know his script has been has been finished for quite some time he just has Suicide Squad to shoot so that's why that movie's kind of was pushed back because it was already supposed to be released bar but you know all the things happened with him there um So, yeah, that's how things are kind of shipping out. And we already, though, dates haven't been confirmed. The movies have been confirmed. So it's only amount of time we'll see when these um, movies will be slated to drop. And I'm assuming we won't get another a phase five announcement. I don't think we'll get it in the the next year because I feel like probably going forward, they're going to want to stay tight lipped to not ruin things that are coming. So it's probably going to be two years um, before we get um, a phase five announcement and maybe at Comic-Con in two years this time, um, because we'll be, you know, hitting that tail end of uh, phase four. And that would be the perfect time, just like now, to make an announcement on what phase five are going to be. And we might get more information as that goes on. It'll take shape over the next two years. There'll be casting announcements made, director announcements made, so on and so forth. So we'll have a better idea kind of well, what phase five will be before any announcement will be, will be made. But I'm assuming we're, it, we're not going to have any announcement on phase five until Comic-Con of 2021. So 
that's all I have for you guys this episode. I wanted to, like I said, do a deeper dive and look at all the things on the table that is uh, confirmed, announced, um, what's happening when they're coming out. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm done with speculating at this point. Um, I'm finally glad that we know what the next, you know, the next two years of the MCU looks like. And I'm interested to see, like, when trailers start to drop, what these movies are, the finished products are going to look like. So I'm excited because they're going in some different directions, bold directions. Kevin Feige is, like, really, you know, is um, taking it to the next level. So I'm, I'm, like, super down to see what we get from that as being a, a comics fan. I'm, like, I'm all aboard for it. So, again, as always, thank you for your support. If you like the content that I create here and you want to hear more of it or see more of it, you can hit me up on youtube.com forward slash comic book savant. That's the YouTube channel. I'm on road to a thousand. So if you listen to the podcast and you watch YouTube at all or you just want to see more of my content, uh, go over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, click the notification bell so you'll be alerted when new videos drop on there. Also, if you haven't already and you want to communicate with other like-minded people on the um, in the community, in the Savant Society, you can go over to Facebook.com. It's for excuse me, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Savant Society. Um, all one word and you can request to join the group and as soon as I see your request I will add you on we've been getting more and more members joining on and we've been having great comic book discussions and just getting to know each other shooting the breeze and everything else so this has been really fun and uh, you know we want more people to join up and have great comic book discussions so if you do that um, if you're interested in doing that do so and like I said as soon as I get your request we'll um, have you added on to the group um, what else? Oh, if you like the content that I create and you want to think about uh, how you can help and support, it's always a donate link on the page. If you go to comicbooksavant.com under support. Also, I have a Patreon campaign, which is, you know, a value added um, service. Like if you enjoy the content, you can sign up to become a Patreon. It is four different levels. Um, you get different bonuses related to it. You get things like podcast episodes early. Um, you get a whole separate podcast. You get the comic books of my extra podcast. I do. So I do a weekly, you know, podcast that's separate from there. That's exclusive to Patreon, uh, subscribers, uh, things like that. So it's a lot of different bonuses behind the scenes stuff, um, that is included in that. So if you want to check that out, it's patreon.com forward slash comic book savant but that's all i have for you guys this week i'll be back next week with another episode of comic book savant until then you guys take care and you have a good week talk to you soon